a rap nigga that showed up on time. Look, Holy man, that's that's a rap nigga that want money. <laughs> if only they knew. If only they knew. Cause come on, yo, you got in within the nine o'clock minutes. The second casual was there on time too. All right, this uh, this is a we gotta start the trend here, man. Cause and what does casual do? What does casual do? Casual get money. That's a boss, a boss Facts. right there. Facts. And big up that's so big up everybody joining in. We got Mr. Lynn fucking company flow episode 29 of the carrying the culture show and yes we got to start a trend this hip-hop time is some bullshit that shit is unprofessional bullshit you know what i mean so how you Look, doing yo if if the, if the if the check is there at nine o'clock motherfucker i'm there at nine o'clock and five seconds there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> how you been you all right i've been good man you know i hear pandemic and man you know it's I always Get say to everybody it. that's gonna, everybody that can adapt is gonna, who, who's gonna come out of this. Like, if you can adapt and adjust, you know what I mean? Fucking, because right. some wild shit out there. Um, we're gonna get into it. I, it's funny with your with a company flow, man, because like you guys came out, and my, I had a roommate who was like, who bought everything as soon as it came out, whether it was whack or not. He was like my tester, you know what I'm saying? And so right. he come on one day, he was like, yo, you got to hear this shit. He's like, company flow. And he said it about some other cast that was fucking whack. So I'm like, all right, like, what's good? Like, he's like, company flow. And he put on a fucking, put on this shit, man, Bun Crusher. I, I, I heard Bun Crusher after. He put on uh -huh. Bun Crusher Plus. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And and and, lo and lo lost my mind, yo. And then it was like, I really didn't hear nothing after that. And it was bugged out to me, like, like, like after after the, the for me the for me as a fan, the, the push was there. And then I was like, yo, life moved on. And I was like, where are these cats at? And then and I well then I knew that this guy was producing, um, doing the Def Jug shit or whatever, but I was like, whatever the fuck happened, yo. So it was a weird experience for me. Like, can you explain, like, the, not the breakup itself, but just, or just like, when you guys disperse, kind of? So the one thing I always make sure to remind people, uh, we weren't, like, old friends, mm. you know? So, like, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think of of us three, I think maybe me and L uh, probably came, like, really, really tight, like, to this day. Like, and, and maybe I think a lot of it's because we're the same age, a lot of the same, uh, like, hip-hop taste. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we we ended up becoming really, really close. But, like, you know, as far as, like, you know, like, you know when, when you're with your people, you can be like, yeah, man, you, you remember like, in kindergarten, man, like I punched that dude for you. It, it, it wasn't like that. It was like, you know, I met L through somebody I was working for and just grew up with that guy. It was so, you know, it was music shit. Just basically some music yeah, shit. Yeah, like, it, it really was. Like, I, I went to L's house and he played me joints. And I was like, this motherfucker's on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I fuck with this. Right. And, uh, right. And like I would bring records over, and like he would, you know, I would learn how to use the the EPS until uh, towards the end of Funk Crusher when I bought an MPC, and then like we both started like you know going crazy with shit, and then you know 
like I said, we, we wasn't old friends. So it was just like, hey, I'm gonna try this thing here. Okay, cool, I'm gonna try this thing over here. But like, you know, it was it was it was no uh there's no animosity. Right. Just like I'm on yeah. uh yeah, I'm on one not not fantastic damage. The uh yeah, I can't remember the name of the, the the LP album now. But I did a voiceover on one of his records. Like he called me up like, yo, I just need I need some voices here. Okay, like, yeah. You know, I, mean, I was around. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's that's my man, you know. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, but it's different. It's funny because I was just, I've been, was just interviewing Casual and uh-huh. and I interviewed a few cats from 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 Hyro and they were all like, oh, we haven't broken up or whatever because it's different." He goes, "We weren't a, you know, we were a crew." He's like, "We've been." He goes, "I used to go over there at mom's house, mom's house, and hey, Mrs. Mrs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, right, and right. Like he goes since kindergarten with some of these, some of them, some of them. So it's a it's a different it's a different vibe. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, so were you out in Jersey or were like you're, you're are you from the Bronx, right? But you you were out in Jersey. How'd you like how'd that yeah, link so come to I'm, being like So I'm I'm born right. in the, I'm born in New York. I'm born in the Bronx, uh in uh in Wake in the Wakefield section. I'm born on East Two Thirty Third, basically East Two Thirty Third White Plains Road. For anyone that knows the area. I just said that shit like, you know, motherfuckers from Canada ain't watching. But uh moved from there to Canarsie. To the Bayview Projects in Brooklyn. You said to, then you Jersey. You moved from there to where? I didn't hear you. To, to, to Canarsie, the Bayview yeah. Projects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I, I might have been about 12, 13 and moved to Jersey. And uh, I was interning for this company that uh, was run by Tease Williams, who, was, uh, who ended up managing 3LW and the Cheetah Girls and, uh, and Antex who made Yo Vanessa. Yo and Antex is the one that uh connected me and, and L. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So 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 was it part of Jersey Hillside? That that's the area? Yeah, I, I live in Hillside, but it, it's like Newark. Like put like this yeah, Tame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing like you can see it. Tame lives like down the street. Uh Newark is if you go down my block to the left, you you in Newark. Yeah, I mean that whole area, North Jersey, East, all the oranges, that shit's all just to me. It's just one. Yeah. To me, it's just one big area. I mean, I just it's one big ass party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just one big ass like uh, you know Elizabeth. All that shit is just to me, it's the same shit for the most part. I mean, same vibe. For, I mean, I found. I mean, yeah, you know, it's uh, when when you're here, you you can tell the difference. Right. You know what I mean? Like you 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 yeah. you know when like like when parties happen in Elizabeth, like not too many cats from Newark go there and it's just like it's, it's not like it's beef or anything it's just like motherfuckers just like i'm not going all the way to elizabeth you know what i'm saying right, just... right. no i feel you i feel you so yo what as far as the dj aspect because i wanted to get into that we was chopping up um man uh your man too uh dj m ski and okay we got it, my man we were break- yeah 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 we we're breaking it down a little bit got a new, new um new joint coming out soon actually too um so from a DJ perspective, who made you say like, "Yo, I got to do that shit"? Like, like, what, what, what was like kind of the turning point for you to to because at the time, you know, you know, we're, we're kind of close in age. All the elements were bubbling off, and a lot of people were fucking with like different shit. Like, so what what stood stood out for you as far as the DJing goes? Uh, originally it was radio DJing. You know, and like I, I would hear, uh, I, I was a big fan of Red Alert because he's from the Bronx, and and 
Chuck Chill Out. Okay. And I, you know, I was flip back and forth between between them and and, and Marley, but like mostly, if, if Red was on, like I probably didn't switch to BLS. Like I, I really fucked with that. Um, and then he would have like guest DJs that would come in. So you know, you would hear Sammy B, even like early Funkmaster Flex. Like when Cats used to be like, "Flex, you scratch too much." Like it was, it was this like this this revolving crew of DJs that that would uh go to to Kiss. The only time I would really Fuck with BLS heavy is Kevy Kev and uh and Pete. No disrespect to Molly, you know what I'm saying? But like uh Pete had cuts. You know what I'm saying? And 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 Kev could blend his ass off and, and Kev was nice. So like it, it was the early uh radio DJing that that really made me want to go like, okay, this is what I want to do. Uh okay. and, and part of it was because like it, it was uh you had to figure out how how to entertain people that you can't see for like three hours, four hours, you know, that, that, that to me is a skill. Right. And then sometimes like you're breaking records. So like, you know, the, uh, the idea of playing a record that no one, you're the first one to play it. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be trash. Like literally like people can start calling you and be like, yo, take this record off. This, this, this is ass, you know, but you have to be that confident of a of a person that confident of a DJ to say like you know this is the shit I'm gonna break this record, so like that that was the shit for me. Uh, but then listening to the music, I would hear um like Richie Rich, Preem, uh, back to Pete Rock, and uh, it was it was like putting lead guitar on a on a rock track. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times like the song would open with the cuts, and like you know I rewind it. Rewind it, rewind it until I figured out the patterns, and I would, you know, try and copy it myself, and then do something that was based on that, and then like freak it, you know. So it was like writing, writing uh, music. Did you get tables at home, or did you jump on a show, some type of like college, high school show first? Like, how'd you, as far as as far as the public shit, or like how's it as far as the actual getting on the tables? Where was that start at? So. My first real, you know, I can't even call it real. My first setup, I had a, a sound design turntable, uh, a Hitachi, and a realistic mixer. Realistic. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, uh, there's no pitch control. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had to learn. You know, you, you learn your records. Like, I'm still going to. Uh, I, I would go to Vogels and Alex in, um, in Elizabeth, and then I would go to. Uh, Moody's back in the Bronx on, uh, on White Plains and buy reggae records and like it was always just like constantly trying to uh, trying to catch up with the guys before me you know like you would hear uh, Kid Capri and like all those dudes that, that made the, the mixtapes like uh, Double R and all them and I had to catch up with those guys but at the same time stay current because like you know I'm a teenager so I, I was it was just always I, right. I would buy one single, <laughs> one single, and and one one album, and those would be my doubles. So like you would hear some real loud on one side, and then like the next side would be the you know I'm cutting it up and like. Oh shit! So like okay. it was. So you know it was, you know I, I wasn't. I I didn't have the, that whole silver spoon shit like you know where like your people's parents would buy them shit like, it wasn't like that. And it, it's not that like we was broken or shit, but it was just like. 
if you're going to do it, that's what, you know, you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this is, like, my father will tell you, this ain't my dream. Like, this is this is you. You do it. So it's like, yeah. And you figure it out. Right, right. So, yo, can we go back to this DJ shit for one second with as far as Funk Flex? You cool. mentioned something. I think it's important for niggas that's maybe a little younger on the page to to this. Remember, like, if Funk Flex, before he started showing his lipo and doing all this fucking weird-ass shit, Funk Flex was nice. His mixtapes yeah. were nice. Absolutely. His, his Absolutely. Skill, funk flex. I mean, let's just put it out there, like, this cat was nice, yo. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? He's a he's a grizzled veteran in this mixtape shit. I mean, he was breaking right. Like, that was a place you had to, you know what I'm saying? He was fuck, he was fuck Master Flex. And I mean, he's some fugazi ass nigga now, but I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? But that that's part of the uh I believe that's part of the, the vitriol. You know what I'm saying? Like why people feel the way they feel about Flex. They're like, I remember liking you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like there was a point like there's a certain amount of integrity DJs uh, are supposed to have, you know. And once you start doing the whole payola shit, like you lose trust with with the listeners. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, did you really like this record, or did they did they buy you that you know all, all your lugs? You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck you was into, like what like what 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 what. Hold on, so what an endorsement that was. Like, I mean, it, yeah, listen, I look back at, you know, like, so my, my girl does all the pictures for the page, right? And, like, uh -huh. like, and we have a shared drive where she shares them with me. And, like, anytime, like, there's, like, a lugs ad in there or something, like, we like, I'm like, yo, we can't. I'm like, the, the, the lugs. No. Oh. They like to no bueno. Yeah. No, no, no good. No, 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 no good. Those was, oh, man. Some, they came uh, out with an yeah. SUV driving shoe, bro. Oh, we no. I never, I'll never forget. I remember seeing the ad. I was like, yo, y'all dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> this is absolutely dumb. Yeah, yeah. No, the drive, the driving shoe. No, no doubt. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there because he, he was – he was nice, and you made a good point, yo. And this is why, like, for me, as artists that I, it wasn't like we didn't fuck with Flex, right? Like, there's artists, people out there, you like, oh, I never fuck with Son. He's always whack, whatever. But like, Flex was, he was a, he was part of this shit. He was part of, the, he yeah. was part of this shit. He was part of yep. this shit. Let's keep it on it, man. So it was like, yo, what the fuck happened? Now you just <laughs> doing. <laughs> Showing your liposuction, can you? Have you seen that shit? That shit was right. Yeah. Like his thing, and this point, I was just telling somebody uh, recently about like how how certain things regionally uh, worked, and like flex was a big deal because remember there was no hip hop on Hot ninety seven, and he was at the time filling in for for Red Alert on Kiss FM, so he gets a whole show on a station that doesn't play hip hop. And it was like, wow, we're, we're moving. Like you're saying like we're spreading out across the dial. And for those first couple of years, like he was doing it. And you know, the, the money talks. I used, man, you know? his, I used to record his shows. Yo, I was in new Haven. Yep. I was in new Haven. And, um, like I had to turn the antenna like this and shit. Sometimes like, <laughs> my shit was off. But I was like, yo, don't move son. Like, like, yo, stay right there. Like, 
like I was recording his shows faithfully, faithfully, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Flex was that dude for a minute. Man. You know what I'm saying? So everybody here on the show, if you got questions, use the questions feature below. It has a questions mark right there. That way we can take a look at it and everybody can see it. Um, if you got questions for Mr. Link, company flow. So, you know, what's some of the critical elements of um of a of of a successful DJ in your eyes? Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. DJ, like, what is he? What is he or she need to have? Uh, the ability to read a crowd, um, and and the testicular say fortitude. Say, say that again. I said the ability to read a crowd. Thank you very much. And and the testicular fortitude, whether you're a guy or a girl, the testicular fortitude to stick to your guns. If three or four people ain't dancing. And I've I've seen people I've seen people blow parties, like because it'd be like a little pocket of people that that ain't dancing, and it's like no 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 like let let them do what like, you don't know what's going on. There's a reason why you're the DJ. And like there, there was a point in time like clubs had it set up where you were set up higher, so you can really see the entire floor. Now like you know especially uh, as time went on for for hip hop, uh, the venues got smaller. The venues get smaller, like you know the 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 booth the booth uh changes so now you know you're you're kind of eye level with a lot of people and like it, it not that you you know you need to feel that power but like it's something about being able to see the entire floor it's like if you play basketball you know what I'm saying like you don't you don't only concern yourself with the dude that's right in front of you you know what I'm saying like you got a whole floor and you got four other people that you you know you can pass to so like uh it's reading the crowd it's it's being able to 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 stay with what you're doing as long as it's dope, you know what I'm saying? And uh and the other part is like having a little uh a little taste of your own, putting your spin on 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 your party. Like if if I go to a party and I hear you doing the exact same thing that four other people are doing at four other bars on the same street, then like I can drink beer anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But no there's a reason why you know Rich Medina's name. There's a reason why you know Emski's name. There's a reason why you know C Reality's name. It's like even if they're they're only local to, to some people, people know them because they're putting their spin on when they're playing hip hop, like, oh, like you know, uh Emski digs deep and, and blends, you know what I'm saying? Fucking amazingly. Uh Rich Medina when he plays, like, you know, you, you know you're gonna get like a, a across the spectrum uh remixes and Probably some fail out shit. Everybody's got some something to be like, you know, with me, you know you're gonna hear some some weird fucking movie references in, in the, the sets and like, you know, I'm gonna drop commercials and shit. That's just what the fuck I do. You know what I'm saying? But like it's you you have to know who you are. You have to have an identity. The same way with MCs, like everybody can be a no frills MC, but there's a reason why, like you interviewed casual. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why we know Festo's name. Like, these are people that are fucking nice with what they do, you know? So it's you, it's the same thing with DJing. Right, right. I know, I feel you. Let's go back for a second. So you got your setup. What was your first, like, real gig, like, as far as this shit goes? <laughs> it was uh, kind of like a cut party at, at my man's house, and I got paid $5. I had, uh, I had only, like, 10 new records to play, and I just I just kept playing them over and over and over and over. <laughs> at, a, at a cut party, you can't really be uh, 
too picky. You keep playing the same songs, bitch, go to school. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so. How, how old were you then? Oh, man. That first party, I must have been about 14, 15, maybe. Okay. As far as, like, real working gigs, I mean, you you had some labels and shit, weren't you? Didn't you work at some labels and stuff like that? And, like, I mean, well, like, as far as industry-wise, uh, what were you doing? Industry-wise, my first first gig was interning for the management company. They managed uh, C.C. Peniston, Lin Q, uh, Poetical Profits, which became Mob Deep, um, and Devontae Swing from Jodeci. They managed him as a as a producer. What an interesting lineup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as you just mentioned, I'd like, like from Lin Q, ISIS, to yeah. fucking Jodeci, Mob D, CC Pettis, was it Keep On Walking? Or, 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 who's, who's the fuck? Yeah, Keep, keep On Walking and Finally. Yeah. Yeah, Finally. Yeah, yeah that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you was working for them? I was interning there. And uh, that that was my my first real like running with like industry people. Like my first time going to an industry party. Like was was that job. Uh, then after that, Tease, who was my boss, got me a job at Jai Zamba, and I was working okay. in the dub room. That was the shit. It was uh during the era when Karis is recording Return to Boom Bap, um. This is 93. So I'm getting all the high roll stuff. Like, and at the time, like, I had only heard um, That's When You Lost by the time I got there. That was the only song I had heard. So, like, I was hearing, like, these, like, their whole, like, before the, the, the record came out, there was the song that didn't even make the record. I'm hearing all of that. And I was like, who the fuck are these guys? It's like, yo, this shit was amazing. Uh, I was hearing, I, I didn't get to hear anything from the Midnight Marauders album was being recorded at the same time because they didn't, I, they, I don't think they trusted uh, Jive or like they were scared it was going to get bootlegged or something. Um, and Menace to Society, the soundtrack, was like, they were pushing that. So I used to have to dub, I mean, dude, I heard that soundtrack at least 300 times. Like, you know what I mean? Like in, in a week, uh, I, I had to keep dubbing it. And I, got, I had to dub the movie a couple times too, which was cool. Yo, so are you familiar then with the stories of uh, Casual being asked to write for Will Smith why, why, when he was at Jive? That's what he told me on Monday. Nah, that, that sounds like, that sounds right, though. He said he turned like, it down. We talked to I mean, I posted it. He said he turned it down. Are you familiar with the, um, what else did he say about Jive? Um, about uh, his track for Menace not making the um, album? That he did a track for Menace to Society? No, nah, I, I didn't hear any of the, any of the extra uh, Menace stuff. Um, you know what's crazy? When when that, uh, that's how it is, right? When that single came out, the whole A&R department, mm -hmm. that was the only song they would play. That was only the only, would you say? That, that was, was the only, only song they would play. play. You would go up into the A&R department, Boom! Yo, get the fuck off my dick! Like every time, every time. Like we knew all the words to it. I write raps, and when niggas bite, I clap because they should sound better now. You yeah. done let me down, nigga. We knew all the words to that shit. That's that all they would play. Too. 
Question. I'm gonna put it out there, and I, 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 first time I put it out publicly, really. Um, maybe second time. If you're going crew for crew, like you just best mm-hmm. assume Hyro was a crew, you take out Domino, I guess. Man to man against Woo, head to head battle. In my opinion, Hyro's coming out on top. Yeah. In, in this, there's in more. That format, uh, there's, there's more, um, like the, uh, the only one that I think in Wu, well, a couple of people in Wu that could really give him a run would be Meth, because Meth writes that way, um, and maybe Deck and, and Jizza. Um, but the Hyro, that lineup. There's no like, weak link, man. Yeah, yeah, it's there. There's nothing, like, you can't. So, like, for instance, like, Dirty's gone, Master Killer's gone, right. you guys gone, like, off the rip. Like, they're gone. So then you got, you know, Dex, Dex definitely hanging around. You know what I'm saying? Right. Meth's def- definitely hanging around. I think Ray and Ghost even gonna hang around, but I'm saying, like, yeah. hang, yo, like, these niggas is fierce, man. Like, like that's what they do, man. So I just, I think in that format, I've, I've you know what I'm saying? I've yet to put it out, like, in a post. Yeah, I'd I, 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 I pick with Hyro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, only because there's more there's more like uh, high powered like shooters. Someone said no ghost. Ghost has such a lot high level complexity in his bar schemes too. Definitely does. And I, and I think he's hanging. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm saying like, I think he'd be there, but I'm thinking, ain't no, like, who's he beating? Like, I don't feel like anybody, like, I feel like everybody in high roll can beat everybody in Wu-Tang pretty much. Yeah. Like on a one, in a head to head, Battle is what I'm saying. Maybe like maybe Deck would be maybe Deck or maybe Deck or um Deck or uh, Meth might take somebody out. You know what I'm saying? But right. But in a but you know that's that's really one of the things like the draw the draw the card. You know what I'm saying? Like who whoever you end up picking is yeah. It it'll be dope. Like I would love to see it. 
You know? I mean, I'm yeah, of course. I'm saying man to man, head to head. I mean, like this, like I'm saying, like this is what these cats do, man. Like, 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 and I, I love chefs, the slang. I mean, I, I got these cats. I'm just saying, like, in a battle, like these cats, they carve cats up, man. Like they, they that's what they do. Um, yo, did you ever fuck with any other elements? I mean, one thing I've noticed and I really appreciate it in the company flow videos was the, you know what I'm saying, b-boying on the train, you know what I'm saying, um, like, but the presence of, of everything, like, um, all, all the elements in, in, in your videos. So, um, did, did, like, did you ever, per like, personally, were you ever, like, rocking, like, doing anything else? I used to, uh, I used to b-boy. I, I just told this to, to Destroy the other day. The the move that stopped me was the suicide. Oh, because I didn't know how to do it. Because yeah. <laughs> you know that that's something like you got to actually uh, know what you're doing. And you know when you're young, jumping up and throwing your body, <laughs> you know, around to land on the ground. Yeah, I was like, I'm. I like the DJing thing. I like the. <laughs> I like the I like the music part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I mean, for me, the b boying was what got me. I mean, I I dabbled, I made beats, and did the producer I wrote and spit for a little bit. But my thing was like the dancing came naturally, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna rock with what was you know what it seems like I need to rock with. Like I was like, yo, I can't. I'm not gonna do this other shit half ass because I care too much. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go all out and I can't put the time in that because I'm trying to do this b-boy shit so but but all, all of them are extremely important and DJing unfortunately is becoming like this dinosaurish like you know fucking archaic art form now uh you know it's like uh now I always felt this like when when major labels really started to to get super involved in, in hip-hop. Uh, they started to try and separate everything, you know? Do you really need to, do we really need to pay this guy? Like what, what exactly is he doing? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm. you, you're not like, sometimes people use DJs as props. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I got a DJ, you know? And right, then there's right. people that use their DJs, you know? Mm. So, mm. I've always been fortunate that uh, just about everyone that I ever worked with, you know what I'm saying, live, you know, knew that I had like a skill set, you know? Right. And I, I was utilized, you know, accordingly. But yeah, man, like, it's a, uh, and then then like DJing also became this, this weird shit where like everybody started to do it. Like, I'm a model and now I DJ, you know what I'm saying? I was like, Okay, oh, I can't imagine you're any good at it, you know? Right. All right, so let me, let, let's go there for a second, yo. I bring this up with everybody that I've interviewed at DJs and it's really into the culture. Um, you did an interview, re not, I, don't know, I don't know if it was recent or not, rather. Um, you did an interview and you were saying, like, um, you know, you were talking about Serato and I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, because, you know, breaking your bus and your back and shit. I get it, carrying records. Let me ask you a question, though. Like, if you're, are you a DJ? If you've never, if you can't spin vinyl, like I get like what you may do now for convenience, CDJs or whatever, okay, I don't, even though I hate them shits. But if you can't spin vinyl and don't know how to like 
do that shit. Are you a DJ? Do you consider someone a DJ if they can't do that? They don't have that in their bag? Yeah, no. Um, What's some things are going to be beyond. Yeah, I say, yeah, I say you're a DJ if you know how to actually DJ. Like I said, like, you know, if you know how to keep that crowd, you know how to, you know, apply knowledge of music to it, then, you know, yeah, you're a DJ. Uh, no, in the sense that... Hmm? Even if you're not, even if you're not playing records, at at, so at some I, point it becomes at some point it becomes music. But so here, here's the no. So I put my playlist against anybody. So so if I get up, if, so if I go out and throw a party, and I'm mm. plugging my computer or my phone, mm. and I and I hold it down, but I hold it down because some of these cats can hold it. I'm just saying that you, you would still okay. you would consider and, me and a like I said, now, now I'll tell I'll tell you the no. So no, when when you're manipulating a piece of vinyl, you have to have touch. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. this thing that I can do on vinyl that if you if I put you on that same vinyl, like you would you would totally look like an idiot. So there's a touch that DJs have, if you know, and and like you just know where the breaks are, like you know you just know how to read vinyl. So in that sense, like yes, you're those people are not DJs like how we are. I say yes still because I've had to do that. Where like me as a DJ, I've showed up to 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 uh events where and, and it's funny, I, I did a whole show where I showed up, it was an old receiver, a very old techniques with a rubber slip mat. And I had to make that shit work. Now my skill set as a DJ got me through it. But to know that, yeah, like there's people that started there. Like that's their starting point. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, all I know is the computer. So all I know is how to keep the party going. Whereas right. somebody like my, my my age would have freaked out and been like, I'm, I'm ghost, I'm gone. I can't work like this. Mm. So in that sense, I like, guess the DJ is going to keep the party going. But are you are you as nice as me? Or as nice as anybody that, that's been doing? No. No, because once I put that piece of vinyl in your hand and you look at it like it's got three titties on it, you're done. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I I couldn't come yeah. in your cipher and be like, "Yo, I'm I'm DJ tomorrow. What up? Was good. Like, and this I got and I got the, the 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 illest fucking tracks, underground, crazy, whatever. And and it's yeah, you wouldn't you'd be like, "Yo, like I did, like what the fuck is it? Who the fuck brought this herb ass nigga in here?" I mean, right? But you know, it's, it's like saying that, like, because, like, in uh, 19, I want to say 94, there was a DMC, and they spotlighted a uh, a Russian DJ who who had, you know, they didn't have equipment, but he was still rocking off of, like, Walkman. Mm. So, like, it's 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 kind of hard to be like, yo, you're not a DJ, like, nah, bro, like you're doing it, like you're 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 doing it, like you're doing it with what you have. It's just like when I had the the Hitachi, the realistic, and the sound design. It's like if I if I showed up to someone's party with that, they'll be like, ugh. But when I when I'm playing, it's like you don't know the difference now. You're a DJ. I hear you. You're very generous. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone, please use the questions feature below to ask the questions. As a questions marker, that way we can put it up for everybody. Um, but otherwise, they, 
it doesn't that's the best way it works so um no I, I, that's that's very kind yo i mean it is cuz i i i carve niggas up for that shit and and because <laughs> because to me this djing is something that like superheroes do like niggas that's not an easy thing like it's not like i can just go like like i wouldn't if you came into like a a, a cypher of mine on, on some b-boy shit like when i go to if i go to a party or something and it's like some drunk frat dude like think seeing the seeing us rocking out and he he's just all wasted he coming over and like starts doing some shit we're gonna like get in his ass like because it's like right you forgot it yeah you know what i'm saying like so it, it's i look yeah, at, but that, that's, look that's, at that's just someone not, not being in the right place what happened? That's just someone not being in the right place. You wouldn't you with the wrong people. Like that oh, yeah. that guy, like you know, you, to him to him is fun and games and like eh, eh, until you know what I'm saying? Like you you getting your shit rocked. Yeah. Same thing, like you, you could be a push button, you know what I'm saying? And like you like I said, you know how to keep the party going in the sense that like, yeah, you know, four hours of, of, of you know, you playing different shit, you got it. However, when you step here. <laughs> when 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 the turntables are on, when those little red lights are on, and those those you know what I'm saying, those discs are spinning, it's a whole other game. And like you don't belong here now. But mm. if you're a DJ, right, and, and you respect DJ, you're gonna stand back and you're gonna watch it and you're gonna learn the same way we all did. Exactly. Well, that's the part right there. You learn. Okay, this is the real shit. Like, and I respect the cats. I've actually been with dancers that have have. Kind of learn the fucker, learn the fuckery way, like from YouTube or something. And we, and then they, you know, what I'm saying they rock with our crew. And we like, yo, put them on, like, yo, this is, you got to learn the up rock and top rock before you fucking start doing your fucking and flying Relinda shit around here, man. Right. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yo, let's get into early company flow, like, because that was a groundbreaking album. It's, it's some crazy shit. It, 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 it it's. It's gutter in a lot of ways. It's New York, dirty in a lot of ways. What was the vibe like as far as that sound, like as far as putting that album together with, with, with that fucking sound, you know, like the sound, I mean, everything, the whole shit. Like, what was that, what was that, that energy like? Uh, a lot of it is just me and Elvis wanting to fun fuck Crusher shit plus, up. Fun Crusher Plus in particular. Well, Fun Crusher Plus was we added songs on to the original EP, and oh, yeah, uh, those songs. Right, so were, yeah, so just like early shit. Like, what was it like? Uh, early shit. Uh, uh, say like '93 when the first first single comes out, uh, Juvenile Techniques. This is me and L really starting to vibe. Right. Even like on that song, like you know, like I said, I gave him the, the hook to that record and everything. So like, we're getting to you know, really uh, learn each other's styles. Uh, especially for me, DJing, like, I learned your timing. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm on stage with you, like, there's, there's certain things that uh, a lot of people take for granted. Like, sometimes y'all think that we're just dropping the music out arbitrarily. Mm. But it's like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you really are paying... like not, And the thing is, like, I don't want you to pay attention to what I'm doing. I need you to pay attention to the show. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when I drop that music out, I got all of y'all singing. You're saying whatever line L is saying, you know what I'm saying? And it's the hotline. Boom, I drop that music out. And now all y'all feel like we in this together. But like that's that's the that's that's learning the, the timing of uh his cadence, learning the timing of like his writing. Same thing with just. 
know what I'm saying? And like, I remember with just, just rhymes fast. So like, like, you know, and the thing is like, I have, and, and I gotta learn their words. So never mind like the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got, like, I got, right. So, and like, they be going, bro. And like, at a show, especially like if they're freestyling, because like, they would both go off the head sometimes. So, like, that was the, that's when I'm really like on the job. Like, what do you say? Uh, and like, really catching shit. Uh, so, like, you know, that's the early shit was us really getting to know each other. I guess, really for that's the sake of like, being company flow. Wow, that that's a dope aspect you shared, though, because I've never heard like, like, being a DJ at a show is like, it's it's a, a it's a thankless task because we only know you're there when you fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you're on point, then you're good, and you're in the background and you're doing your job, and nobody gives a fuck and knows about you. If you're <laughs> if you fuck up, that's when you come to the fucking spotlight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm an accountant, so it's always say, like, nobody cares about finance when the numbers are right. They only care when they're wrong. You know what I mean? So fucking, because it's, it's the same shit. So that's an interesting you know, point that you shared about, like, like being on. And I was thinking, though, how, how you going to be on point with these cats? Like, fucking, yeah. their shit was like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Chess and cheetah shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, it's uh and then that's that's why I'm space ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like you I'm there, but like I'm invisible, bro. Like you you're so focused in on the music, like I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like the the one thing I, I prided myself on with everybody that I ever worked with on stage, you don't ever have to turn around and talk to me. You can focus on the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I and, and that was my thing. It was like, I always wanted whoever I worked with, it was people that I I, I really, like, admired and liked and, like, we get along. So it was like, the shows always felt, even if we'd never rehearsed, the shows felt rehearsed. Like, I got the one you. I always, like, got, like, who really, the two people that really uh, rocked with that was uh, Merce and Gene. I could I can do a show with Merce tomorrow, and you would think that, like, we planned it. On on down to like banter. You know what I'm saying? Like it you just know people's time. Right. No, that's 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 dope. But that's like yeah. that, that's if you're using your DJ. If you're just like if it's just the guy that's, you know, playing the records behind you, like, you know, that works too. But like people appreciate shows. Were you intentionally trying to create something like that was gonna like Shock people even your shit. It was weird, yo, because when I heard your the music, the overall vibe and the beats and the steez, it was like, yo, I can relate to the I can relate to it all, like the abstract, like the anime shit and stuff. It was like I was like, yo, these cats fuck with this, this 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 gutter shit, but then they fuck with this weirdo shit too, because I'm a weirdo. So I was like, oh, these cats are fucking weird. Like, nobody <laughs> you gotta be weird as fuck coming up with these beats, yo. Like like, you gotta be a fucking weirdo. Like, I was thinking, like, what the fuck are these cats on, man? Like, that's that's what I was thinking the whole time I was listening. But I was like, yo, what the fuck is this, yo? Like, <laughs> like you gotta, you, to me, you gotta be a weirdo. And, and, the, and the fact that you guys, listen, the fact that you guys went uh, really independent about your shit, because I was thinking, like, okay, everybody's doing that independent shit now. But, like, mm. that's... 
That's your shit. Speak on that for a minute. I mean, like the vibe behind that. Like, so, like I, said, I used to work for Jive, and uh, I remember someone found out about the record being played on Stretch and Bob, and they said, "Well, yo, you know, dude, you work here. Like, play us your stuff. You know, like I'm like, I right, bet." So I went to the the A and R's office. I'm not gonna say his name. He's still pretty prominent. He, he he wasn't a bad guy. It's just like you know, it was one of them things that I was just like, yeah, this is the thing for you. He sat down. He he listened to it. Called me into the office. He was like, Len, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, your stuff isn't commercially viable. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, I'm already getting played on the radio. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. He's like, yeah, but that's like small radio. That's college radio. This, this stuff isn't ready for uh. For, you know, like primetime radio. And I was like, do I look like a primetime guy to you? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like 17, 18 years old. Like, what what about me makes you think that like I want like I, I need to be on the radio? Like I like famous was the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be famous. Nigga, I'm handsome. I don't need to be like ugly niggas need to be famous. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, like, come on, man! Like, 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 Beyonce was gonna be in Marcy Projects buying crack. Yeah, you gonna get spit out my beard? Chill, nigga. Chill, chill, chill. Look <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, that's it. Then when I edit the clip, I'm, I'm gonna when I edit the clip, I'm gonna say, okay, that's uh, Mr. Lynn. Ugly niggas need to be famous. I, I don't need to, I don't need to be famous. Hold on, Mr. Led. I don't need to be famous. I'm handsome. Ugly niggas need to be famous. Words, son. Words. No, but it was, it's, yeah, that's interesting. Like, like he basically was like assuming that you was about about the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, but right, right. So, so yeah, in the, independent as as fuck. So it's like crazy. Yeah, you guys been on that shit, man. Like as far as like that DIY, like. Punk rock shit, you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, and you know what was funny is that uh, in the end, it's what everybody does. Everybody does it. Everybody's like doing something that could be perceived. Like if you're pressing up your own shit, even if like you're calling Rainbow Records yourself, getting your shit pressed up, it's the, it's the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like now you got like major label cats doing like, oh, I don't like the way they're treating me at Atlantic. So like, you know, do my little independent mixtape. Like now, what's the difference? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it, it'd be the same thing that we were ridiculed for. People like, oh, and like, I don't know how we we ended up being called haters. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, what? Because like, I'm not doing that. Like, and then like 20 years later, now everyone's on. On the on the social media, yelling and mad at their their old CEOs. Oh, you, you took my masters. Oh, you owe me. Fuck out of here, yo. Fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? And and now and now you're doing everything independent. But before, but when, when we were doing it, we was the bullshit. Wow, and that's and that's crazy because it's like, yo, to me, that's the only way to do it, man. Like, if, unless you get unless you get some, unless the deal is good for you, which usually it's not for the artist. I mean, it's like, why? Yeah, like put 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 bet on yourself, man. Basically, that's what that's what it is, man. Like, uh, right. bet on yourself, man. Like, you know what I mean? Look, if you wasn't if you wasn't signed in the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you were, if you heard any of the horror stories, you know what I'm saying? After like eighty nine, ninety, like, it's on you now. 
Yo, so this leads me to the next question, especially right now, 2021. Uh, is it worth an artist for an artist to try to do this to make to make a living now? Like if I let's say I'm MC so and so and I have I'm talented, like I've, I'm you know what I'm saying like I'm nice, yo, whatever, or or, or a producer. Is it is it worth it to try to do this as some type of to, to make a living, right right now? And, and hold yeah. on, and and stay true to some like real values about the shit. I think that all depends on the person, really, because like some people think they can do it. You know what I'm saying, and and, and realize that the uh, the road isn't as like they 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 expect they expect shit to be difficult, but like they don't know how difficult it can be. So some people will, you know, if if you're someone that gives up easily, then like you know you're only gonna get but so far. Uh, right now, would I say <laughs> like make this your living? No, not now. You know, like because you can't you can't really go out and promote your your stuff. You know, like where, where are you gonna go? No, no one's gonna pack into a club to see you. So, you know, yeah. maybe you can do uh, pay-per-view shows, but if nobody knows who you are, it's going to be a pretty empty <laughs> pretty empty room, you know? Get your yeah. Twitch popping. Yeah, everybody trying to get their Twitch popping. So, right. I yeah, don't, you know, a, I, mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend, say, like, you know, making a life decision with it. I'm saying let's throw the COVID out, though. I mean, I mean, I'm actually, I mean, I didn't mean to add that in. I mean, I'm. I guess I mean maybe COVID denial or something. I'm saying just in terms of just <laughs> like just the general if minus COVID, like just regular era, normal shit. With all with like everybody in their mom rapping right now, everybody in their mom producing, everybody, you know, like just you know, because it's just it seems it's just different now. Like I've I got promo pictures of like granddaddy IU, like culture mm -hmm. pro Nobody doing no labels doing no promo shit for no fucking no street team shit for nobody no more. Like you know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, so that's what I was. You know what I mean? Like take away the take away the COVID. Like, is it still worth an artist to try to like make some money doing hip hop shit, the rap shit, Normal, normal life like 2020, 2021, like just to go back to 2019. Like, would you, if I asked you in 2019, yeah. like, would you say, like, yo, go out and rap <laughs> and you can do it, you're talented, but go, you, you know what? Dream, B, or I, would, be like, I honestly say, would, I would never, I would never ever say that to anyone. Ever. Go out and rap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I would never, <laughs> never will those words leave my mouth ever. <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> Go rap. I would never. Oh, I feel like that's like unleash. That's like unleashing a new virus on the world. It's just like. Oh. Well, no. especially if it's some trappy, uh, trappy trap shit. So. Yeah. See, you know what? It's a. Uh, it's not because some people think it's all about your like your confidence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you feel like, oh, this is. Or, you know, they, they get into the whole manifest destiny thing, like, oh, this is meant for me, and, you know, it's, uh, what, from what I can tell over the years, 
if you're really saying something, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's really art, somehow it, it gets through. Now, will you be a millionaire? I no one, you know what I'm saying? Like you you can't really say for sure. But like, bro, the, the fact that like say like Banksy is someone that people know. That's just a guy fucking painting walls. You know what I'm saying? But like for some reason the art it broke through. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I, I would never tell you go rap. I would tell you like if you're an artist, like go be an artist. Like because there's nothing that you can do about it. Like it's what you're supposed to do. You have to do it. It's like telling a dancer, don't dance. How the fuck are you like what? What do you mean don't dance? Like yeah, you might not make a million dollars doing it, but if it's something that you're it, you know, if it's a, it's an, an innate talent and ability, like you'll you'll get something out of it. Facts, facts makes sense, makes sense. Yo, real quick, I fucked with you before, but then I then <laughs> I found out about the dicks, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck is I'm that? Like, I'm like, I really, I'm like, I fucks with this nigga. But I only found two tracks online, and I can usually find anything online, yo. Like, real quick, because we only got seven minutes left. What, like, what the fuck was up with that, man? Like, Dick, Prince Paul, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's, like, him, it's a it's a legend to me, real quick. This cat has had, like, basically four different careers. You know, Stetsa, to me, De La, the um, Grave Digger mm. shit, all the shit, Handsome Boy, Miles School. He's had, like, two, like, Chunks where you're like, oh, that's Prince Paul. No, oh, no, this is Prince Paul. Oh, no, this is Prince Paul. Oh, no, this is Prince Paul. So big up to him. He does not get the credit he deserves. And so I wanted to put that out there real quick. You know what I'm saying? The guy's so, literally like, worked with almost project? everybody. Huh? You realize that? He's worked with almost everybody. It's, yeah. He, he, he's that dude. And people don't realize that he's that dude. Because he's that dude. Like, yo. Like you going back to like like Sonic is an entirely different sound than the native tongue shit, which is entirely different than the grave digger shit. Handsome boy model yep. in school, the dicks. What what's up with that project, man? So when I had my label Smacks, he uh he brought the idea to me for this uh this this fake doo wop group, and uh so of course I was like, Paul, anything you bring to me, like yeah. Like fuck out of here! Like why? why who, who's not gonna put out a Prince Paul project? So uh, we uh, we did the the mockumentary for it. So if I believe the mockumentary is on Vimeo, so you can search the Dicks D I X and you can watch the whole uh, things ten fifteen minute uh, mockumentary, and it's it's hilarious, B. I'm, but I'm the sure. uh, some, some yeah the, the CD and DVD uh, was sold together, and uh, it, it was. We had a forty-five that for uh, here comes the dicks. Dude, we ended up doing shows with like Blowfly. Weird, like the whole shit. Yeah, like, the original Dirty Rapper. He 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 loved that group, yo. Picking, uh, uh, yeah, the art of picking up women, the dicks, Prince Paul, Mr. Lynn, a weird, funny project. <laughs> 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 and you know my. My girl loves that shit, yo. Like it, it's 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 a funny <laughs> shit. Um, uh, real quick, yo. You compare the state of hip hop, kind of in one interview, to like, you know, what I'm saying like the like the Spin Doctors versus Nirvana. So speak on that for a minute. 
<laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what that is. What, how, why, how they even it came was really up? Just like somebody was just like, yo, like, how do you feel about like, like, like this kind of like, what, what's, what's the state of the union type shit for, for like, of hip hop for now? And your shit was kind of like, well, you know what I mean? It's like, there's the, there's like the, you just, that, that's the reference you use. Like, there's like, there's like the Nirvana like, real shit. And then there's like this spin doctor shit that you only want to hear like once in a while or some track I forgot it was that you only want to hear like every Two once princes. in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because you know, again, spin doctors is a you know people love that song Two Princes. If you go for hours, go ahead now. But like people like that record. But if I play, uh, <laughs> smells like Teen Spirit or you know what I'm saying anything by any more almost anything off the Nirvana catalog more people are into it because there's the connection is a little more uh I guess I don't I wanna I don't say primal but like you know it's it's a little it's a little more real, a little more solid, you know? Word, word. I got you. I got one so quick that, question. That's hip hop versus radio like mainstream shit. Right. I got one quick question for you then if you were like that nineties grunge because I I fuck with that ninety nineties grunge shit heavy. Like so then uh who you got fucking Nirvana or Stone Temple Pilots then? If you, if I, I fuck with uh, Nirvana more because of the, uh, I think now a lot because of the influences. So like when I heard he, you know, he liked the Vaseline's and the Pixies and things like that. That's why I was like, oh, and like it, it, then I start to get more into like his style of making music. So, you know. Got you. We're about to get on out of here. It's going to cut us off. One minute and 40 seconds left. This was episode 28, 29, or something like that. Mr. Lynn yeah. Company Flow, thank you for right, joining man. us. Appreciate thank you, sir. you. No Salute, doubt, we're going to do man. it again. Thanks, everybody. For Anytime, bro. I'll tag you in this shit. I appreciate you. Be good. Be safe. Yeah. Don't, don't get shot by the police. <laughs> Word up. Peace. Peace.